The following message from Bible teacher and pastor Jim Crabb is brought to you by Imago Day Christian Fellowship in Westchester, Ohio. I'm going to talk about removing obstacles out of your way, out of your pathway today. I'm going to talk about mountain moving faith today. Huh? We're going to talk about what to do about the mountains in our life. And uh, not that you have any, but if you run into somebody that's got a mountain or two or an obstacle in their life, you could help them with this message maybe. Amen. Let's pray and then we're going to get into the word. Father, thank you for the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for the covenant of the word of God. Today we thank you that Jesus is Lord. We thank you today, Father, that by the Spirit of God, that you are going to take what I say and you're going to inscribe it on the tablet of our hearts. God, we are not hearers of the word only, but we are doers of the word. And we're going to do what we hear today by the Holy Spirit. Lord, have your way in our life. I pray over every person that's in this building this morning, whatever obstacle they're facing, whatever big thing that's in their way, I want to thank God that Jesus is Lord over it and He is moving it out of the way for the glory of God. Say out loud, He's moving it right now. He's moving every obstacle. Look, at, Tell the person next to you on either side, He's moving every obstacle out of your pathway. Yes, He is. I'm in the book of Zechariah this morning to begin uh, the book of Zechariah chapter 4. Hallelujah. And we're going to look at verse 7. You know, a mountain in, in, the, in the Scripture is oftentimes used as a, a metaphor or an example of something that's standing in your way. And in our life, there are things that, that, that come up. They're, they stand in our way. Not, when we get saved, not everything becomes just really easy and we just walk in and get what we need and take what we want. There's obstacles in our path. There are mountains in our, in our roadway. Amen? And I want to thank God today that Jesus Christ... I want to declare boldly this morning as I begin that Jesus is a mountain mover. Jesus is a mountain mover. Not, not just a, you know, an anthill mover. I'm telling you, he's a mountain mover. He's a mountain mover. Think about the great mountains of the world, the, the Swiss Alps, the Rocky Mountains, whatever they are. Jesus is a mountain mover. He's a mountain mover. Those mountains are thousands and thousands and thousands of feet up in the air. They're, they're made out of rock. And they're obstacles. And, and, and those mountains stand as a, a picture of what happens in our life when we're trying to accomplish things. Amen? And so let's read a verse here. Zechariah chapter 4, verse 7. 
He starts right out here, Zechariah does, talking to a mountain. And he says to that mountain, Who are you? Oh, great mountain. Oh, big mountain. Who? Another translation. Who do you think you are? Ha! I've already helped myself. Who do you think you are? Who do you think you are standing there mocking me, staring at me, telling me that I, I'm not going to get to get over to the other side or the, the, the thing that you're trying to keep me from. You're, you're, you're screaming at me that I'm not going to get it. Who do you think you are? I want to tell that mountain today of the mountains in your life that he doesn't know that that mountain thinks you, maybe, maybe everybody else that's passed by, they didn't know how to move that mountain. But somebody's coming by today that knows how to move that mountain. And we're saying to that mountain, who do you think you are? Who do you, how arrogant are you that you would stand there boldly in my pathway? Don't you know, O mountain, we could say, don't you know that I am a born-again, blood-bought child of God? That I've got a right to all the inheritance that Christ has laid up in store for me. And you are not going to keep me away from my inheritance. Who do you think you are? In other words, you're bragging out of your league for sure. That mountain is bragging out of his league. You know how many things that the devil's screamed at me through mountains and obstacles that, that, that he's going to stop me from? He screamed at me every inch that I've been able to possess. He, the devil's been, been there screaming at me. You can't do it. You're not going to get it. There's a mountain in your way. This is, a too, this is too big an obstacle. You can't do it. But I want to thank God today that Jesus is a mountain mover. I want to say that till you get it in your spirit this morning. Jesus is a mountain mover. Let's say it together. Jesus is a mountain mover. Say it like you mean it. Say it again. He's a mountain mover. There, and he, and, the, and the, the writer here in verse 7, he says, Who are you, O great mountain? Before Zerubbabel, that you should become a plain. In other words, you might be a mountain now. But I got a word for you. You're going to become a plain. You're, gonna, you're going down. Instead of, instead of letting that, that mountain scream at you and, and move you and cause fear to come into your heart, you just look up at that mountain and say, the word of the Lord came and the word of the Lord says you're going down. I don't care what it is. You're going down. Christy, that Lyme disease that you're battling, it's going down. Stand up there, sister. It's going down. That's a bad old disease. It's hard to locate and it's hard to fix it. But I'll tell you what, by the power of the Holy Spirit, that mountain's going down. That's been a big obstacle in your life. And it's, 
It's keeping Christy. You know, mountains will keep you from, from fulfilling your destiny. Right? Amen. They'll, they'll try to stop you. They'll try to weaken you. But thank God. We, that's why we got to be mountain movers. We got to believe that Jesus is a mountain mover because we've got things to do for the glory of God. You can't, you can't be afraid of that mountain. Who are you, O oh great mountain? You are a big mountain. I, you know, it, it doesn't bother me anymore how big the mountain is. The, the bigger it is, the more exciting it is. That means that God's moved even in a more of a miraculous way. Who are you? Oh, great mountain, before Zerubbabel, you will become a plain. And I love this part right here. You got your shouting shoes on today? Look what he said. And he shall bring forth the headstone thereof with shoutings, crying, grace, grace, unto it I'll tell you what I'll tell you the end result of that mountain that's standing in your way there's a headstone over that thing ha! you get it there's a headstone where do you what when do you buy a headstone when somebody's gone when somebody dies amen and you put a headstone there this is this is when they were born, and this is when they died, and they're buried here in the ground. Well, that's what's going to happen to your mountain. Your mountain is not just going to become a plain. Your mountain is going to get buried. Ah, that's powerful, isn't it? It's going to get buried. I don't care if your mountain is your own weakness. It's going to get buried. Your own inabilities, it's going down for the glory of God. Amen? We're going to bury every mountain. Look at your neighbor and just tell them, your mountain's about to get buried. It's getting buried. Hallelujah. Let's look at the book of Isaiah. Let's see another, uh, some other phrases and ways that the scripture talks about this. He's a mountain moving God. Who are you, O great mountain? Who are you that would boast against me, the man of God, the woman of God? Isaiah chapter 40. And let's begin at verse 3. Now, Here we are in verse 3 in Isaiah 40. Uh, you, we're, talking, we're talking to something again. We're talking to an obstacle. The voice of him that cries in the wilderness. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for, for our God. I'll tell you, God's building a highway in my life. God's building a highway in our lives. He's building a highway where He can bring stuff to us. Where it'll make it easier for me to get down the road. Amen? Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. Now I love verse 4. 
every valley. Which ones? Every valley shall be exalted. So in this case, it's not a mountain, it's a low place, it's a valley. You know, a lot of people sing songs about being in the valley. Huh? But I want to thank God that He's taken the valleys and, and he's, he's, he's bringing my valleys up. My valleys are being exalted. My, my, my mountains are going down, but my valleys are coming up. Ha! In other words, things are leveling out. It's not going to be a, a roller coaster ride like that anymore. You ever been on that? I have, right? That's how life is sometimes. I believe that's what the word of the Lord's saying here. Your mountains are coming down and your valleys are coming up. You're not going to live in those low places anymore. In fact, I speak to depression over everybody's life here today that would battle depression in any way, uh, especially people that have a, like a generational curse of depression that might be in your life. How many know what I'm talking about? Right? It, 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 can, be a, it can be in families. Amen? We, we speak to that today. We believe. Though we're, we're not going to be like that. No. The valleys of our life are being exalted. They're coming up. The high places that are obstacles, they're coming down so that we can walk on that highway that God is building for us. Somebody say amen. That's good, isn't it? Hmm? Every valley will be exalted. Every mountain will be made low, verse 4. And the crooked will be made straight. My God in heaven, He's already helping my life. You ever feel like you're, you're, that life is like a crooked road? That you're, it's like you're, not, you're just not getting anywhere. It's a crooked road. The Bible says that God is going to make your crooked places straight. I'll tell you, I, I spoke to my mouth to those crooked places and mountains this morning, I said, I, I said to them that God is going to straighten out all the stuff that's crooked in my life. Huh? All those winding paths that the devil gets us off on that keeps us going like this, round and around and around. We're never going to, never getting anywhere. He's, he's, he's taking that thing and he's straightening it out. Say out loud, he's straightening everything out for me. He's straightening it out for me. So he's making every mountain low. Every valley, he's bringing it up. He's taking, he's taking crooked places and straightening them out. In other words, Jesus has got a hold of our life, and he won't let me go, man. He's doing something in me. I like this one. Maybe this won't mean anything to you, but I'm going to shout on this one. And the rough places shall be made plain. Anybody been through a, a rough place? Maybe you're in a rough place right now. If you're in a rough place, stand up right where you are. If you're in a rough place, a tough place. I, I'll tell you, the rough places, he's going to get rid of those rough places. He's not just going to get rid of the low places. 
He's not just going to bring down the mountains, the, the obstacles to your life. He's not just going to straighten stuff out. He's going he's to smooth your road out. It's not going to be a rough ride anymore. Ha! Woo! I re- man, I feel the anointing of the Holy Spirit flowing all down through me here, man. The Spirit of God is taking the rough places out of your life, sanding them off, and making them not rough anymore. There's two ways to live life. You can live life and, and be in, you know, just battle and battle and be in a rough place all the time, or it can be smooth sailing. I, that's what he's saying here. I'm going to take your mountains and make them low. Your valleys, I'm going to bring them up. Amen. Your crooked places, I'm going to straighten them out. And your rough places, I'm going to smooth them out for you. How many could use us a, a, a little smoothing out in your life? I speak to your life by the Holy Spirit. May it be smoother from this day forward. For the glory of God, things are getting smoother for you in the name of Jesus. Smoother, you know, you can be seated. Smoother means easier, doesn't it? It's hard when it's bumpy. It's, it's tough. But he's going to smooth it out. I just, I just feel like camping on that one for a minute. He's smoothing out my life. It's all taken care of. There are times you go through where you got to fight and you got to battle, but then Jesus comes in and he smooths out the rough places in our life. Isn't this good? Let's go over to the book of uh, Mark now. Mark chapter 11. Mark chapter 11. Verse 22. And Jesus answering said unto him, Have faith in God. The best translations of that say, Have the God kind of faith. Amen? That, that's, that's what we got to do. We got to have the God. See, if you don't have the God kind of faith, you're not going to talk to mountains. You're not going to talk to valleys. You're not, you're not going to speak to crooked places. You're not going to speak to, to rough places. You've got to have the God kind of faith. This, this only comes through faith in God. You're not big enough to bring it. You by yourself, you're not big enough to bring any mountain down. You can't make any valley come up, right, and, and be made level. You can't smooth out a, a rough place or straighten out a crooked place. You can't do that in your own strength. Amen? Praise God. Have faith in God. Shout, I will. You know, that's how you have to approach life. It's how you got to live your life. you got to have faith in God in your marriage. you got to have faith in God for your children. you got to have faith in God for your job. For your supply, for your future. You, that's how you approach it. You have faith in God. You have the God kind of faith. 
You use faith like God uses faith. When he called things that are not as though they were. That's what he did. Amen. Look what he said. Have faith in God. For verily. That, that's a King James word for truly. In other words, this is the truth. For truly I say to you. That whosoever shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed, and be cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he will have whatsoever he saith. Wow, what a powerful verse. Now, I wrote down, just real quick, I wrote down seven things about, about this mountain that's standing in your pathway here. Seven things. You got these? You can write these down. I like the first one. I wrote this. It works for whosoever on whatsoever. You got it? Another some people might think, well, it, maybe it works for everybody else, but it won't work for me. I'm telling you, it works for whosoever. It, whoever's going by that mountain, whoever has faith in God, it'll work for you. It'll work for you. And it works for whosoever, I like this, on whatsoever. It doesn't matter what shape that, that mountain takes. It doesn't matter what form that mountain's in. It works for whosoever on whatsoever. Whatever's in your pathway, we got to get it out of the way for the glory of God so that you can finish your work and do the will of God. Say out loud, it works for whosoever on whatsoever. Whatever you're facing. I don't care if you got a bill that, that you owe so much money, it's, it's grown into a mountain. Huh? I don't care how big it is. I don't care if you've got an infirmity that's grown from, from a headache into a, a terminal disease like a mountain. It works for whosoever, whoever works it. Huh? But it doesn't work for anybody that won't work it. If you do nothing with it, it's not, you can't just pass by that mountain and that mountain go down. You got to speak to that mountain. Huh? Somebody said, I knew those church people were weird. The pastor tells people to talk to things. Yes, we do. You got to talk to that mountain. And you got to speak to it. You got to tell it you're coming down. You're coming down. You got to speak to that valley. You're coming up. You got to speak to that crooked place. You're straightening out to the rough place. You're smoothing out. Number one, it works for whosoever on whatsoever. Number two, I love this one. If it's in your vicinity, you can move it. Ah. In other words, if it's, if it's in your life, you have the authority to move that thing. Right? 
Now, that mountain that's in your vicinity may not be in my vicinity. I can't move your mountain. Right? And you can't move my mountain. But what you would tell me if I started complaining, you know, I, I don't know. I, you know, I, I don't know about that mountain in my life. Pastor, you've got authority. You've got authority there. If that mountain is in your life, if it's in your vicinity, in other words, if it's near you, if it's mocking you, if you're close enough to see it, if you're close enough to hear it speak back to you, then you've got authority over it for the glory of God. You get that? If it's in your vicinity, then you've got authority over it. Ha! I've got a, I'm telling you, I've got authority over every mountain, every obstacle that's in my path. Over every one of them. I am the authority figure here. Listen, straighten this out. That mountain is not the authority figure in your life. No, no more. Maybe it has been, but it's not going to be anymore after this good Pastor Crab Sunday morning Holy Ghost message. Huh? If it's in your vicinity, you can move it. Number three. If Jesus said to move it, then that means it's not permanent. That's good. You just got to know that. You're, you're not trying to move something that's permanently in place. Because Jesus said to speak to it. And if you speak to that mountain, and if you would believe in your heart and not doubt, be cast into the sea, that you'll have whatever you say. Isn't that powerful? You'll have whatever you say. And that's the truth for the glory of God. It's if Jesus said we could move it, and he, and he said you could move every mountain, then that means that thing's not permanent. It's not permanent. Shout at your mountain right now and say you're not permanent. Shout out loud, you're temporary. Mm -hmm. You're temporary because you're movable. Number four, this might go without saying, but I wrote it anyway. Mountains are not our friends. Huh? You need to quit making friends with your mountains. Mountains are not our friends. Mountains are our enemies, Brother Josh. Mountains are against us. Mountains are trying to stop us. Mountains, mountains are mocking us, belittling us. They're not our friends. We don't make friends with mountains. We curse mountains. We're only happy about that mountain when they cast into the sea and they're brought down. Say out loud, mountains are not my friends. Not my friends. I'm not gonna. I'm. Not, you know that, that that stupid bumper sticker that says coexist. You seen that one? There's a lot of craziness in that in that whole thing there. But uh, I was walking Cooper yesterday, and I went by a car that said coexist. I was thinking about this word right here, and I said out loud. I just told Cooper, my dog, I said, Cooper, I want to tell you right now, 
huh? That poppy is not going to, I'm never going to coexist with my mountains. I'm not here to coexist with them. I'm not, I'm not called to put up with my mountains. I'm called to get, get my mountains down. I'm not coexisting with them. Well, you leave me alone, I'll leave you alone. No, 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 no. We're not having it that way. We're not coexisting. Amen? Mountains are not my friends. Hmm. I love this one, number five. We're only got seven, so hang with me. There must be something behind our mountain that Satan doesn't want us to see. <laughs> you know, if there's a mountain there, you sh- it's, it's almost enough to make you get a little excited. Woo! Look at the size of that mountain. That means there must be something sizable on the other side of that mountain that the devil doesn't want me to see. Huh? I'm telling you, God's got plans and dreams for you that those mountains that have, have stared at you and mocked you for so many years and right behind there, On the other side of that mountain, man, there is something so unbelievable, such a, such a, 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 such where you would say, how can that be true? It's so good. Huh? There must be something behind that mountain that the devil doesn't want us to see. I wonder what's back there behind your mountain. Woo! My, my, my. It's a big old thing. It's a good thing. Amen? Number six. The mountain needs to hear our voice. It's got to. In other words, you, you, the mountain has to hear your voice. Mountains move when you put a voice to it, when you speak into it. Isn't that right? I say today by the Spirit of God, we are no longer ashamed to speak to our mountains. That mountain right there, it needs to hear my voice. If you need to put a name on it, go ahead and do it. Hey, mountain, this is Pastor Jim. This is Pastor Jim Crabb in Cincinnati, Ohio. I'm telling you, be cast into the sea. And you're going to be out of my way. You're going to be made low. There's going to be a headstone over you for the glory of God. Your mountain has to hear your voice. Your voice. You can't run, grab your wife and say, yell at this mountain for me. You've got to speak to your own mountain. Every child's got to speak to their own mountain. We need to teach our kids to speak to mountains. Amen? And finally, you've heard this one, but I wrote it anyway. You need to talk to your mountain about God instead of talking to God about your mountain. 
you need to talk to your mountain about God. I say you need to walk up to your mountain this morning and you need to declare what Jehovah the Lord God Almighty is in your life. He is the uncreated one. Mountain. You're dealing with somebody that didn't have a beginning. Hmm? You're dealing with somebody that has no end. You're dealing with somebody that has all power. He's omnipotent. He has all power, mountain. You got to talk to your mountain about God. Instead of going to God saying, Man, this mountain, you wouldn't believe how big this thing is. This is a big old obstacle. I, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't even think you, Lord, could, could move this mountain for me. Yes, He can. We need to remind that mountain about the God that we serve. I'm serving a God that's undefeatable. I'm serving a God that can never be conquered. I'm serving a God that can never be made low that came into the world and defeated sin, sickness, disease, poverty, lack, doubt, death, and dying for the glory of God. My God is a strong God, a powerful God, a mighty God, an everlasting God. He is a bright and a morning star. He's the lily of the valley. He's the fountain that that never runs dry. He's the balm of Gilead. He is a healer for every disease that I have. He is a miracle working God. And mountain, you got to deal with that God. Because I'm speaking to you about that God. Now be brought low for the glory of God. Let's all stand up this morning. We trust you enjoyed this message. For more information about Pastor Jim Crabb and Imago Day, please visit our website at imagodeicincy.com. I-M-A-G-O-D-E-I-C-I-N-C-Y.com.